Hello, and welcome to the Event Safety Podcast. I'm Danielle Hernandez. I'm Steve Edelman. Okay, Steve, what are we going to talk about today? So today we're talking about research. Um, We're talking about some research through a survey, an academic survey, about event security and what the beliefs of event security professionals are and what motivates them to become event security people. And well, the end game is to have people who like this and are good at it. So fortunately, we have someone that we like who is good at this stuff, who's good at academic research. So on today's uh Today's event safety podcast, we have our ESA friend, Dee Dee Ham. She is a PhD candidate at Iowa State University. And just before we started recording, I was trying to remember where Dee Dee and I met, and she reminded me that it was at an event safety summit. So we'll get back to that in a minute. But first, Dee Dee, let's let's actually have you explain what is your research into the beliefs and motivations of event security people? What are you doing and what are you looking for? Um, thank you. Uh, what we're what we're doing is we've developed a new survey to send to people who work in event security to figure out what motivates them to do the job um, and what they believe about the job. It's uh, through the PhD process, I've discovered that nobody's really done any kind of research into event security and why they do the job. And that's that's kind of what we're looking for. We've got a brand new survey we've developed with the panel of security experts, event security experts, and we're ready to send it out. What sort of survey questions are you asking? Just describe the survey and what's involved so that if somebody is interested in, in filling it out and helping you with their research, they know what they're in for. Um, it's, a, it's a fairly short survey. The average time to take, it's been about eight minutes. Um, it's for anybody that's worked in event security in the last two years. If they're 18 and older and are willing to take the survey, they're, they're welcome to take it. There are questions about um, why do you do the job? What do you believe about yourself? Um, you know, general demographic information to try and identify who actually works in event security in the United States. What's going to happen with your research once you have enough enough responses and data? So the first step is to get the um, the study published in an academic journal. But I think there are more implications for management in event security leading towards um, making sure that you're recruiting the right people because they're motivated for the right reasons to do the job and also in training. You know, once you understand what motivates them to do the job, it's easier to train them to do a good job. One of the things that event safety podcast listeners are probably so tired of is me reciting the legal duty of care, which is that everyone has a duty to behave reasonably under their own circumstances. Will the survey results, once they're published and and ordinary people can use them, will those help people who are hiring security guards? Will they help them find guards who are a good fit for the the demographics of a particular event or, you know, just people who are likely to perform both the guest services function as well as the, you know, the perimeter premises guard function? 
Well, I think that the the first step of the survey and the study is really just to identify who is currently working in event security. And you can see from that, you know, your current staff and all the results are anonymous. I know I should definitely say that. So nobody's any identifying information is going to be taken out. So nobody in particular will, you know, have their information published. But I think starting with who is currently working and why they're doing the job can can help you figure out, you know, are you recruiting and hiring the right people? And if not, some steps to get to the point where you are finding the people that are motivated to do the right, the job the right way. Are, are there any, everybody has biases and how this is a researcher bias type question. Mm-hmm. Are there any preconceived notions or any foundational premises about your survey that you're starting from? I I think my bias personally is that there are probably some people who work in event security that probably shouldn't, meaning they're not doing the job for the right reason. Meaning that they they took the job for the fabulous compensation that every security guard enjoys. The free t-shirt and the free concert. And yes, exactly. Right. The brightly colored t-shirt, the glamour of standing post. I think there there definitely is some bias in that just from experience. That's, you know, personal experience. It's going to bias what you think. Um, the survey, on the other hand, that the expert panel put together made sure, you know, they're guiding it to ask the right questions and what's appropriate to event security workers. And I think they did a really good job of of balancing those questions to to ask the event security workers. So will the end game be that there will be actual data as opposed to our preconceived notions and, you know, sort of biases and life experience that will actually have some empirical evidence for the first time. Yes, exactly. And that, that was, uh, you have to start somewhere. And when you have nothing, you start at the very beginning and creating the survey was a very interesting process. I, I have to thank the expert panel because they, they committed in and followed through with a 10 month project. It's a very slow process. Academic research is generally a really slow process. I've been doing this for four years. Um, but starting with that data is going to tell you, it's more identifying data than anything at the very beginning. You know, the demographics, who's working male, female, you know, gender roles, those types of things. But the data that's going to come out is, is going to show you this is what they believe about themselves, about their job and why they do the job. Okay. I have a question. <laughs> I love research. I think this is just so cool. Um, my question is, how are you finding these people to take the survey? You know, for example, when I hire security guards, I don't actually hire security guards. I hire a subcontractor who provides me security guards. So how are you, are, are you like trying to find those companies all over the country or like what's, what's the process? I'm, I'm so intrigued. The, it, it is very it's very purposive, the, the people that we need to talk to. And so wait, that definitely wait, narrows academic down. word. What does purposive mean? <laughs> We're on purpose finding specific companies um, to recruit people to take the survey. So our first step is to actually reach out to the panel that, that helped create the survey. Go to them first because they are in event security and have the potential to recruit members. The next step is, of course, to come to the Event Safety Alliance and reach out to them, hope to get the, you know, the companies that are members, obviously they already have a vested interest in safety because they're a member of ESA and send an email to them, you know, helping, hoping that they will help us recruit members. After that, it is just a, a, you know, 
asking those people to send it on to other contacts and event security. It, it runs the gamut and we want to reach the gamut in the United States. So before I forget, because I know that I will, <laughs> if somebody wants to participate in this survey, if they want to better their own industry, how would they do that? How would they reach you? How would they get this survey in order to you know, add some information to your, your collective knowledge? Um, I can I can be reached via email. Um, I can give that email now if you'd like me to. Or um, it, okay, uh, it's cdham at isu.edu. I'll say it again: cdham at isu.edu. That's probably the quickest way to get a hold of me. Um, I'm in the member directory for ESA. If anybody wants to reach me that way, uh, the survey is a link. And it, like I said, the average has been about eight minutes. It's less than ten minutes to take. It's a, a fairly straightforward survey. We'll Great. go ahead and we'll post the link and we'll put your email address in the oh, show notes you. as well. So thank you very much. Hey, listeners, want to help with the research? Yeah, you do. Help us out. Right. Uh, help improve our industry by actually helping us figure out who is in our industry. Because, you know, again, you know that no one's working security for the big paycheck, you know, like everything else in our industry, you know, there are other forms of motivation that makes being an event professional, you know, the, the fabulous career that we all enjoy. But a lot of the compensation is tickets and t-shirts. So I think knowing what makes good, happy, motivated security professionals. Yeah. I'd like to know. I'd like to know because that would increase the likelihood that we have more really good people and well, fewer people, as Didi, you said, doing it for perhaps not the optimum motivation. And we can also tailor our training a little bit better if we know the backgrounds of the people coming in. You know, so if they're self-selecting to do this job from this particular background, we can then train them in their, what's the word? It's not code switch. Lingua franca, maybe? Is that, no, that's not right either. Steve's looking at me. Wow, like, nerd I'm alert. <laughs> In their vernacular, I guess, speaking to their motivations as opposed to understanding their bias. There we go. I put it in the the right terms for this podcast. So, Dee Dee Ham, I have to ask you a question, which is, how does an academic researcher get interested in the beliefs and motivations of event security guards seems like kind of a stretch. And I know that you have a story about this. Sure. Um, I'm actually, I was an event planner before I started teaching in higher education. So I definitely have um, a passion for event planning, but this, this all really stemmed from a conversation in, with you at the event safety summit in 2017. So I had, had just started my PhD process in January of 17 and ended up coming to the event safety summit with um, some people here from Northwest Arkansas and had a very interesting conversation with you that really spurred on the idea that event safety number one was a, a really great track to take in research for a couple of reasons, because it's really important, most of all. But secondly, there's not a lot of academic research in event security. Um, so there, it was a wide open field to get into. But it, it really, the conversation that we had came into that whole why are they doing the job? You know, why, why do people sign up to do something that could number one, potentially be hazardous, but number two, you know, doesn't pay a lot of money. So I think that that got my 
interest peaked and my curiosity as a researcher really went, yes, this is, this is the direction we're going because it's important and it needs to happen. So podcast listeners, just so you know, I, I wasn't teasing that looking for a story about me because I genuinely didn't remember. And just before we hit record, I asked Didi, truly not knowing the answer. And then she said, oh, actually, Steve, it was from chatting with you. It's like, oh, well, that's <laughs> weird, but okay, let's go with it. Um, so yes, you learned the story, podcast listeners, at about the same time that I did. Um you know, perhaps another plug for coming to an event safety summit, the conversations you'll have, who knows where they'll go. That's exactly right. Honestly, it was, it was, um, like I said, at the beginning of the whole research process where you're trying to figure out what you want to study and that even just that conversation turned into an, an entire research study, which was great. Thank you for that. Well, you're, you're very welcome. <laughs> um, and I will confirm, and this is something that is, quite near and dear to my heart, as well as that of ESA generally, we work in an industry which has always been dominated by on-the-job training. And, you know, things as simple as, you know, how to use gaff tape to complicated things like what exactly should go into an emergency action plan and, you know, what's a severe weather trigger chart. We spend so much time talking about these things. And yet, until ESA, there wasn't really any authoritative guidance, certainly not in the United States. And so we have been deeply engaged in creating authoritative guidance Didi, I'm thrilled with your research because at some point we start to exist only in our own echo chamber. It's really important to have empirical data to understand better than just our own life experience what is truth. Um, so as ESA engages in more and more standards writing, which is super important and really interesting, wow, it's also important to have research like yours. So I, I'm really grateful that you know you took whatever inane comment I made to you four years ago and you know turned it into something that's actually important and valuable for our industry. So you said thank you, Steve. I'm saying Didi, thank you because you know, you're doing God's work here. <laughs> yeah. So many great seeds are planted at the event safety summits. So let's talk about timeline. We're recording this on February 1st. What, what's your timeline for the survey? February 2nd, 3rd. <laughs> well, We're ready for the amazing. data. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, the, the process tends to be pretty slow. Um, this is the part where we hope we can speed up a little bit just by getting respondents, people to take the survey and, and complete it. Um, we're hoping by the middle of this month. So February 15th would be amazing. Um, we are looking for a lot of respondents because the more people that take the survey, the more accurate the data is. So um, we are willing to ship that deadline if we need to, to, to allow more people to take the survey. It's open now. Um, anybody, you know, like I said, that qualifies for the survey, which means they've worked in event security for the last two, two years, um, within the last two years, and are 18 or older, are welcome to take the survey. So it's a good thing that you extended that deadline to the last two years. I don't think there's been a lot of event security work in the last, uh, I don't know, 10 or 11 months. Yes, that was very intentional. <laughs> good, good move there. <laughs> 
Um, any other highlights to your research that you want our podcast listeners to know about? Any other, you know, bait that you can dangle in front of them to motivate people to, well, to fill out your survey about beliefs and motivations? Well, I think um, getting as much data as we can is is helpful. And I think that the more people that we take it, obviously, is going to be helpful on a selfish aspect. Uh, we are allowing people to enter themselves into a drawing for one of five $50 Amazon gift cards. So there is some, again, selfish motivation there. Um, if, the, if that helps people. So <laughs> always good to have a carrot. Yes. So I'm going to take this brief pause to remind people how to contact us. If you have any questions or problems or thoughts love ideas. Uh, our email is podcast at eventsafetyalliance.org. Again, podcast at eventsafetyalliance.org. We're also on Instagram at ESA podcast. So come find us or event safety podcast. ESA podcast is the handle because I'm geek like that. <laughs> um, please check out the website because that's where you can find all the reopening guide and the reopening guide update and anything else, Steve? Those are all our contact things. I didn't know if you had more no, I'll that's, talk about uh, standards. <laughs> um, no, I, we we belabored the standard stuff enough. Um, Didi, do you have any other parting comments or encouragements and incentives, anything like that, for people to fill out the event security belief and motivation survey? Um, it definitely is going to help the industry. Like we talked about, the the more data we get, the more we can discover about who it is that's working in, in, in event security and also getting that data will help us make the event security industry better. Well, that seems pretty compelling. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. This is a, sounds like a great project. I cannot wait to see the the results. I know it takes a little bit of time, but I, I can't, I can't wait. Um, so friends, if you're out there, please check out the link if you are not in security, but you have friends that are, go ahead and share it with them. I know that is what I'm going to do. Thank you so much, Didi, for the project and for joining us today on the podcast. We will talk to you again soon. Stay safe, everybody. Bye, everyone.